When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is my uh, Casey Kasem long-distance dedication to Norville, Georgia. Hey, uh, Pujols homeward yesterday, 697. He's inching towards that 700 club. He moved past A-Rod yesterday. Is that right, Phil, Macedonia Phil? It absolutely is. There's only three guys in the 700 club, Bonds, Hank, and Babe. And here comes Pujols, yes? Very exciting stuff. I don't think he's going to get it, though. He's not going to get it. I don't think so. I think he's going to stop. I think he's going to get six ninety nine. Okay, that's very nice. Deborah <laughs> uh, Norville, I think this is correct. I can't believe it's true. Has been the host of Inside Edition now for twenty seven years, and a new season of Inside Edition is about to start today. Deborah, of course, went to Georgia. That's why I played Georgia by Ray Charles for her. Here she is making her third or fourth appearance on the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show. My friend Deborah Norville. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? I am great. Can I just tell you what? I literally had tears in my eyes when I heard that music start playing. It just, oh, my God. I love you. I love my home state. Go dogs. We're number one again. Yes. Um, yeah. How are you? I'm great. Inside Edition starts its 35th season. Yeah, I've been there 27 years. I can't the believe The show it. is 35 years well, that, old. Well, that I believe, 35, but you 27. I'll, I'll be honest. It seems like yesterday you were at CBS, NBC, Today Show. 27 yeah. years. Dad, that's quite a run. I'm so grateful. Um, I'm so grateful. Somebody said, how do you last that long in a job? And I thought, I'm coming up on 35 years of marriage. And I thought, you know what? It's kind of the same as how do you stay married that long? (laughs) Sometimes you just don't take the bait. You know, there's things you ought to have a big old fuss about. It's like, you know what? Just let it go. It's like that girl in the Frozen movie. Just let it go. (laughs) That's funny. I'm married 30 years, but I I very rarely keep a job for more than five. This is an all-time record for me now. Six (laughs) years at WABC. So it it didn't apply for me, but uh, nevertheless, I do see your analogy. Uh, I'll tell you you what. The the Uvalde shooting, okay— this uh, crazed gunman walks into a school in Texas, Deborah, and murders all these little kids. And it quickly went from a story about a really sad, tragic day to how lousy the police department is in this very small town of Texas. So when you do this story, Aurora in Love, about yeah. this young lady who was 19 when her fiancé was shot by that guy who thought it was a joker from Batman in a movie theater in Colorado, and yeah. she goes on to talk about how much she loves the police there. That makes me feel really, really good because I started getting disheartened about the news reports coming out of, out of Uvalde just bashing yeah. the police every day. Yeah, I mean, it's unconscionable what those cops did. And True. I don't know that we'll ever understand it. But you're right. This story is the flip side of that. This It's hard to believe it's been 10 years since the movie shooting in Aurora. And as you said, this girl's um, fiancé was killed. And 
it's very easy, and we can all understand how you could become consumed and embittered by rage and anger. But what this girl did, she said, you know what? I need to thank those first responders because they did go in the movie theater. They did go in and try to save the people. And 12 people died, 70 were were wounded, but they saved lives. And she has been writing thank you letters to these first responders. And it's so crazy, but I wrote a book a few years ago called Thank You Power, and it was about the power of gratitude and the research behind how the practice of gratitude actually does all this really good stuff for you. And one of the things the researcher I talked to said that when you write an overdue letter of gratitude to somebody, obviously the person who gets the thank you note goes, oh, yeah, this is great. They feel good. But the research shows that you actually benefit for as much as six months after you send that letter. So here's a woman who could have been completely consumed by sadness, and she's flipped the switch by saying thank you to these people, and it has literally changed her life. And, you know, later on this week, we're going to be airing that story. You know, with the royal um, funeral, we are scheduled a little bit upended, so I'm not exactly sure which day, so just watch every day. Um, But it's a really (laughs) beautiful story of how sadness could have destroyed a person, and gratitude has saved her. Well, I'll tell you this. Deborah Norville, the host of Inside Edition, season 35, about to start this week. I am in recovery for a long time. Mm-hmm. And one of the words that I hear all the time is gratitude. And, and while I have things in my life that were going great, even when I tried to self-sabotage, which I did quite often, I tried to find that gratitude, and I wasn't yeah. able to. And I really believe, along with my self-esteem issues and other issues, that was the reason why I kept falling down. I kept getting up, but I kept falling down. Gratitude is such a major, major uh, motivating force yeah. in people's lives to fix themselves and others. And I'm glad you mentioned that word because, at least in recovery, it's a big yeah. deal. You know, it's funny. When I wrote the book, I got so much feedback. It, it was a bestseller in America. It was a bestseller in South Korea where they erected in their version of Central Park a gratitude wall where wow. people put little notes of things they were grateful for. And the thing about gratitude is, there's, as the Buddhists say, there's always, always, always something to be grateful for. If you can hear our voices, your ears work. There are people who can't hear. That's yeah. something to be grateful for. Sorry. If you're listening to this on the radio, then you have electricity or a battery. Well, not everybody's got that. There's always something to be grateful for. And this this young woman in the story that uh, we'll be airing on Inside Edition is a wonderful, quiet, elegant reminder of just how, how true and how vibrant that is. I see the other uh, stories you're going to cover. An off-duty nurse saves a victim. Go big wedding. Bachelorette break-in. Seems in yeah. Nashville. They love those bachelorettes. And uh, suspicious scallops. What's yeah, going on? You think I, I you're love- ordering scallops, and we did DNA testing. Who else do you know, honestly, that will do DNA testing <laughs> on fish? I mean, I just ask you. Think about everybody in your address book. <laughs> Me, right? It's my show. We're the only people who would do this. But here's the thing. We'll also tell you. First of all, 25% of the scallops we tested weren't scallops, and and two of them, they couldn't even figure out what it was at a place that specializes only in seafood DNA. So that's kind of crazy. Um, But we'll also tell you some of the things you need to be mindful of because scallops are expensive. It's like one of the pricier things, that and lobster. And you want to make sure you're actually getting. It's harder to fake a lobster because of the shape. But scallops, you can cookie cutter any fish and tell the people it's scallops. Right. And it might not be. So we're going to tell you some <laughs> tips on how you can keep from being snookered. That's uh, funny. And I do uh, order scallops quite a bit when I go out with seafood. You know, you mentioned, um, obviously, the royal funeral coming mm-hmm. up on the 19th. And I'll be honest, I always am with you, Deborah. 
I think we cover this stuff way too much. Maybe I'm just the ugly American. Yesterday when I was at a tribute for 9-11, CNN was actually airing the hearse driving to Scotland. I am not okay with that. Not on 9-11. And I think we do way too much of royal coverage here in the United States. And I'm telling you this, you're about to do it yourself. Yeah, I'm going to London this weekend. Oh, my God, Deborah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Now what? Now what? Why? It's an end of an era. It's an historic event. Yeah. It's an I historic guess. event, and yeah. and you know, and now we've got this whole stupid Harry Meghan thing, and and everybody's got their you know selves all worked up over, you know, that split in the royal family, like it matters to any of us actually listening right now. Um, but I also think it's just you know, it's it's kind of gossipy uh, without being mean, right? Oh, yes. So they're incredibly privileged family. Uh, they knew what they were getting into. If you get born into the royal family, you know you know how life is going to be. And so I think it's for the rest of us, we can kind of gawk and look and admire the outfits or laugh about the outfits. Um, and it's okay, as opposed to maybe gossiping about somebody else, because maybe that wouldn't be. Well, I ask you this. Uh, I love London. In fact, my daughter, Ava, my only daughter, is uh, was going to go to school in London and said she's going to Cardiff and Wales. She leaves next Thursday. Oh, wow. Yeah, great school, Wales, the whole thing. So I get the whole London thing. But what, what if you decided, Deborah? wait a second, on that night, everyone's covering that. Everybody right. from Savannah Guthrie in the morning to my show at night, we're all covering that. Why right. not do something else? I mean, there's going to be 19,000 channels covering the same story. You're right. Okay, that's it then. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband will tell you, it is very hard for me to say those two words. <laughs> and if I ever do happen to accidentally say it to him, he'll say, excuse me, what was that? Could you say that again? So you heard it, and, that's funny. and I didn't even fight you, did that, I? <laughs> no, you didn't fight me. Is there any part of Deborah Norville that wants to, and Inside Edition doesn't want to do this, which is why I like it. Any part of you that wants to get involved in some of this political debate or not really? No. No. What I want to do is I want to point out all the things we agree on. We all agree that our kids need a good education. Yes. Frontline story in the, in the paper today is about how the um, yeshiva schools up um, north of New York City, these kids couldn't pass, not a single kid passed the test. Wow. They're not being educated. We all agree our kids should have good education. We all agree you should have basic health care. Now, maybe you don't need to have free plastic surgery because you don't like your nose, but I think we all agree we should have free, you know, we should have good basic health care. I think, every, you know, I mean, there's so much. Look, we may not agree on abortion, but what we can agree on is that the need for an abortion is a really sad thing. So I would love to do the show where we focus on what we agree on, and we might realize that, wow, we disagree on very little, but we really agree on a lot. Yeah, it's funny you say that. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you may be right. I mean, my job is to sit here all day and badmouth the Democrats, and you may be one. I'm sorry. I love you. And uh, pump up the Republicans because I tend to agree with most of the Republican philosophies. And by the way, I'm pro-choice. I happen to be pro-choice. But that's my job. But when you say we agree on most things— you're right. We, we want safe streets. We want our kids to go to good schools. And yet there seems to be two sides that are taking us away from all the things that we want. Can I get yeah. you at least to agree that the Democrats are more evil? Well, you won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you, you know what I did? Years ago, I realized with the kind of broadcasting that I do, I have tons of opinions. But I sort of tell myself there's a metaphorical box right outside the studio, and I take all my opinions out, and I leave them in that box, 
and then I go in the studio and do what I'm supposed to do, and then I come back out and pick them up because in my end of broadcasting, because you do a different type of broadcasting, my end of broadcasting, it's not about me. It's about the story, and I'm not supposed to get in the way of the story. I did do a talk radio show for a period after I left the Today Show, and I loved it because I got to talk about what my point of view was. And, you know, you can agree with me, you can disagree with me, but we'll have a chat about it, and that was the whole point. But I don't do that right now, so the box is back outside the studio door, and the opinions go in there. Love it. Now, do you uh, did uh, Pat O'Brien ever do Inside Edition? I don't think so, right? No, he didn't. He did um, a TV show called The Insider, right, which that's was right. a spinoff of Entertainment Tonight that right. lasted for a few years. He may have done Access Hollywood, too, right, for a little while? I think you're right, yeah. yeah. Um, both but, of them L.A.-based shows. Right. We're the one that's based here in New York. Right, but your show's different. Like, like I watch Mario Lopez. I like him. He's a good kid. I know him, you know, Lovely. personally. Yeah. He's a good kid. And I watch E.T., and I used to watch. Your show is different in that you do do more stuff that I find to be more important. Without yeah. getting political, without getting too serious, you do stuff that's more important. I mean, they really get, Mario gets really caught up in, you know, who, who Kylie Jenner kissed last night. Nonsense like that. You're not doing all that stuff. No, I could care less who Kylie Jenner kissed, and I'm not even sure if I could – if you lined up all the Jenners and Kardashians, I'm not sure I'd know which one she is. Um, but they're they're all very wealthy, so, you know, they're doing something right. What can I say? Um, no, we're all about – we're about stories. We're about news. We're about information that you can – um, apply to your life and maybe be smarter or more more capable or um, be aware of so that you can take steps to protect yourself or, frankly, just be better informed. Right. Nothing wrong with being informed, and we try to help with that, too. Now, do you make all the calls on exactly— Not a one. Not one? Um, I have a vote, but not a veto. Wow. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they're doing a story, and, and years ago when I started the show, there was a story of like, oh, my God, you cannot be serious about putting that on TV. And they're looking at the story the day before, and it was it was called Miss March Goes to Jamaica. I don't even think you could put that on TV today. I think it would be – it was such a wardrobe malfunction situation from start to finish. And I get to – they get to me for my opinion, and I go, I don't know which is more offensive, the idea that you think I could introduce that or that anybody watching our show wants to see it. I said, because if you want to air that story the way it should the way it's appearing, I think I'm going to have laryngitis. You know, how do they know if I'm faking, right? By the time they figure out I'm lying through my teeth, you know, the moment has changed. I've never, ever had to do that, but I've always thought, you know what, that's my that's my card. If I have to play it, I will, but I've never had to because, because that's not what we're about. All right, fair enough. It's a great show, but to me— Deborah Norville is, uh, is Inside Edition. That's it. Oh. Well, congratulations. 27 years, 35 years overall. We love you. New York loves you. The country loves you. Oh. Keep up the good work and keep coming back. I know you got South Carolina this week. That's an easy win. Arkansas killed them last week. Yeah, well, we cream Sanford, but that's yeah. just not even fair to make a school like that play us. It was really more of a human sacrifice than a football game. Right. Now, do you realize that my whole life, when I watched Georgia play football, I thought about Herschel Walker. I actually, mm-hmm. I actually had tickets to the New Jersey Generals when Donald Trump owned that football team, and they drafted Herschel yes. Walker out of Georgia. Right now, when I watch Georgia, I think of you. Not funny? Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I love that. Well, listen, you have a great day. I love being on with you. You too, Deborah. Take care. There she is, folks. Deborah Norville, another season of Inside Edition, number 35 overall and number 27. But Deborah Norville, about to come your way. She is a Georgia Bulldog. They are 2 0 with South Carolina coming up next.